That was dope. Where'd you get that? That beaver coaster? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I've had it for a long time. I don't know. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another smoke sesh. With a good time, buds. With a good time, buds. Full episode still coming. Just give us a minute. Maybe October. Maybe October. <laughs> Nevertheless, we had quite a night last How night. How you doing, ladies and gentlemen? We are doing pretty good. We went and saw the Eagles last night. We made it, baby. It. I got the tickets in December of 2019. The show was supposed to be on April 21st, 2020. I don't need to tell you how that went. <laughs> and then they moved it to like late October 2020. I don't think I need to tell you how that went. And then they moved it a year later to September 24th. Good. And it's like, what are the odds that that's happening? And fucking lo and behold, it happened. Baby! They played every song you could have possibly <coughs> wanted to hear. Literally. They played every single kind of hit. And they started the show off with the, sh the whole album, Hotel California. They had a guy walk out, put on the Hotel California record, and, and then, then that's the right when the Eagles come out and started with Hotel California. Yeah. Played it. Played they went the through album. the first four songs. Then they had another fucking hot chick come out, flip the record over, and then all of a sudden they had a full string section, like 25-piece string section and like 15-person choir yeah. come out oh, and play the Wasted, ti Wasted Time reprise that went into fucking victim of love and then close that out and then they close with the fucking vocalists and shit yeah took a brief break took a brief break and then came back and played every hit you can they think were, of yeah they were like that concludes the hotel california portion of the show we're gonna come back and play every song we know <laughs> and they literally yeah. did and they literally did so what the concert was was an evening with the eagles and when you have an evening with as the concert, that means they're doing three hours. There's no opening no act. Opener, no opener, no bullshit. The Eagles no opening flow. act was them playing the whole Hotel California album. Yeah, that's how they opened. And then they were like, oh, you want the fucking goods? And then Kevin and I were discussing what song would they open up with. And we became convinced that it was going to be Heartache Tonight. Yeah, uh, yeah. And was, then, but they came in on Seven Bridges Road. The hammering boys. it. Just hammering, hammering it. And it. then they followed up with Take It Easy. Yeah. They played every hit you could think of. And then when they did Desperado at the very end in the encore, holy fuck. Transcendent. It, it was incredible. It was an incredible concert. Everybody was top-notch. Joe Walsh fucking killed it. They did all three of Joe Walsh's best songs. They started with Life's Been Good. And then they did Funk Number 49. Different ways through the set. And then during their encore, they also played Rocky Mountain Way. Fucking killed it. Literally, there was not a song that we wanted to hear that we didn't get to hear. No. Like they played every, every 
every fucking Eagle song, every Joe Walsh song, everything. They didn't do any Don Henley songs, which I was surprised by. What does Don Henley got solo? Fucking Dirty Laundry, Heart of the Matter, and a New York Minute, yeah, Sunset see, probably, Grill. All she why. wants to do is dance. Okay, now that's a All song. All she wants to do is dance is great. Dirty Laundry was a huge hit in the 80s. I don't know what. Fucking Heart of the Matter was too, but I don't think they'd do that one necessarily. Heart of the Matter is a good song. But uh, Glenn Fry's Kid was killer. Vince Gill was good as fuck. Like, Vince Gill, I told you, but Vince Gill has the perfect Eagles voice. Yeah. Like, it just fits perfectly with their harmonies. Played some great guitar solos. They had some awesome guitar solos and cool effects on the video for the guitars. Dude, their, their instrumentation was insane. It was top notch. It was crazy. It was so fucking good. They were shredding. They were straight shredders, dude. It was so good. And uh, we were up in the nosebleeds. We were against the wall. In the nosebleed. Doesn't even matter. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's like we had a perfect vantage point. Yeah, we could see everything. And, and I like not having people behind me. Me too. It's great. And there was big enough screens to where you could like see what like you could see what was going on, but you could also just see the whole band. Yeah. Like in all you could see all the you could see everything. The orchestra. And we weren't like on the side. Like we we were far away, but we were right in front. So yeah. it was perfect. It was sick. We sat next to some fucking nut bags. But other than that, yeah. weirdos. Weirdos, but once the concert started, everybody was fine. Like, they didn't yeah. ruin the concert experience at all. So that was fine. No, but they were fucking But beforehand, weird. it was like, God, who cares? Stop talking to me. Yeah. Not a lot of young people. Not a lot of young people. We were definitely in the... Like, bottom 5% of youngest people. Probably the bottom 1%. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think there was anybody younger than us. Not in our section. Not in our section. And our section is where the young, broke people, people would, would be in yeah. But, uh... It was killer. Kevin and I each had to go get a COVID test. Yeah. They, uh, 24 hours before, which they is... They required a- fucking... Either proof a vaccine or, or a proof of a negative COVID test that had to have been taken in the last 24 hours. And it was the most frustrating process trying to find a place that would test us because everywhere. So the concert, they said the cutoff would start. You could start at 6 p.m. the night before. Yeah. There is nobody doing fucking rapid COVID tests. <laughs> For free. For free. After before, 5 a- yeah. After five p.m. Yeah, after Everyone 5 Everyone closes at 5. Yeah. And so... We had to just, I had, I went and got mine day of, you got yours the night before, and how much yours cost? 150 but it'll get reimbursed? Yeah. Mine was 100 bucks, and hopefully we'll get reimbursed. But it's just like, they were basically just trying to force you to, like, it's like, oh, you don't have to get the vax, but you have to, you get, have to get the test, test, and it's like, but the test is going to be really difficult to get, you're going to have to take time <laughs> it's off It's going to be work. stressful. Yeah. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't stressful doing it at all. It was actually a pretty easy process. Yeah, it was a break. But the stress of not being able to see the Eagles if I don't, like, if, if this doesn't happen was stressful. Yeah, and then when, when we finally got to the concert and they asked for the papers, give me your papers. They barely, they barely looked at them. They're, They're like, like, yeah, yeah okay, that'll work. <laughs> we, so, and plus there was this thing called the Clear app, which is creepy. It's creepy. So... 
we were looking on the website for being able to see the Eagles. It's just so And weird. it's like you need to download the Clear app. All clear. Like, <laughs> that's literally what it's called. For your fucking COVID tests or vaccines or whatever. And so Kevin and I downloaded it because we thought that was the way in. Then all of a sudden it's asking for too much information. It's just it's like, weird. I don't like this. It's just a weird. It was just such a weird feeling. It was a weird feeling. And uh, I was like, so, uh, so we deleted the app. And then as we're walking up to the door, it said, I hope you got your clear app ready. And we're like, fuck. I'm like, not this again. We're like, oh, we've got printed out so papers. Just, Mine's all handwritten. Yeah, we just walked over to two guys. We're like, hey, we got these negative tests. They were like, yeah. I'm not okay. You guys need masks? We were like, sure. Put masks on. Walk inside. <laughs> we're like, there's a bunch of people not wearing masks. Immediately took them took off. Took our masks off. It's like, I have a negative test. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing this for? I'm clean. What are we doing this for? No shit. And, uh, it, <laughs> and, yeah, and more and more people weren't wearing masks, and it's just like, I think this is the way it goes, is number one, Everybody knows it's a scam. Like, I was playing a gig at Irish Wolfhound the other night, and this couple, and it, nobody's wearing a mask, but this couple walks into the bar, they're wearing masks, they walk to the bar, they take their masks off, and now all of a sudden they're gallivanting around. And it's like... Well, that lady yesterday, we were up pretty high. Yeah. That lady walked all the way down, out into the concourse, realized she forgot her mask, and came all the way back yeah. up, got her mask, and went to go do whatever she was going to do. <laughs> like, saving lives. It's like... It's just nonsense. And I know that if you're at a place that... Re- that They didn't require masks. I think they were technically suggested. Yeah. But, like, if you just don't wear your mask... Because really, at this point, it's not helping. Like, <coughs> nobody's going to tell you, like, hey, put that mask back on. Yeah. Other than maybe some douchebag other citizen, nobody in charge is going to be like, hey, put those masks on. And I think the reason a lot of Dude. people are wearing them is because they're afraid that people are going to be like, hey, put that back on. They just don't want that confrontation. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's like, it's not going to happen. So you can feel free to just take it off. But then, like, also, there was a guy standing by the escalator. And he was just, and people were, like, showing them their tickets. Yeah. Like, gee, I belong up here. Like, I'm he, just standing here. He was like, I don't care. We just got on the elevator, and these people are still like, oh, look at my ticket. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, dude, you don't have to show that guy your that ticket. That guy's just in the wrong spot. Like, he's like security. He doesn't give a shit who gets on the escalator. No. You're already in the building. <laughs> yeah. Why would you go up if your seats aren't up there? Why, yeah. what, what do you want to see up there? There's this... Elderly. Oh, I'm sorry. You have 100-level tickets. That's for 200-level <laughs> only, buddy. You got to stay down here with the rich folk. <laughs> but, like, the Phoenix Suns Arena is sweet. It's sweet. Right when you walk in, it's got that sweet bar. Yeah. It's got oh, two man. sweet bars. It's been a sweet place to be sitting. There was that elderly man that could barely make it up the stairs. One leg. Oh, yeah, he had one leg. He got away swiftly. Did you see I, He disappeared. He I was dis- going to mention it to yeah. you. I, I, was, I, I looked like four times. And then I like checked the stairs, and I was like, how? How did that guy disappear so quickly? <laughs> Maybe downstairs is easy. Maybe he just fell all the way, and it <laughs> yeah. was just the concert was too loud. Rest in peace. Ugh. 
But uh, yeah, the Eagles concert was fucking kick ass. Fucking lifelong dream fulfilled. Like, Check that box out. The literally a list. box that you didn't even really think realistically you had a chance of checking off. No. And we and I was afraid that they were gonna be like old and f- and feeble and no, like they fucking rock. They still fucking kick ass, dude. Yeah, the audience was. Don Henley still just rips the drums and sings. Yeah. Though. It's like, how are you doing that? Joe Walsh still shredding. Joe Walsh is getting a little <laughs> tough to understand. His voice was getting out there, yeah. and yeah, he in general is tough to understand. Well, he only drank <laughs> once for fucking 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> or he was only drunk once for 40 years. God damn, dude, that guy. Yeah, it was fucking great. And we saw Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Like the week before. Two Mondays ago. Another bucket list. Another bucket lister. And the B-Man. And the B-Man. And uh, that fucking concert was awesome. There was no vaccine thing for that. Although I think the vaccine thing went into effect on the 20th. And I don't, I think it kind of depends who's participating. But now we're going to have to look into it every time we want to go to a concert. But uh, Doug Stanhope was awesome. Fucking Bingo and Chaley and they were all there. And then uh, my friend Taylor, who is a Phoenix musician who's dating the girl from uh, Bird Cloud, they were there and they were hanging out with Doug. And like I went over and said, or she came over and I said hi to her. And it's like, ah, she's going to be lucky. She's going to be hanging out with Doug all night. And then like late that night, I get a fucking Instagram message from her. She says, hey, what's your number? And I sent it to her and I don't hear anything back. And then... The following, the following night, he Doug had another show. We didn't go. But then I woke up that next morning, and I've got a fucking message on my phone. And I got the message like 15 minutes after I went to sleep. But I'm going to play you guys a message that I got uh, just a couple last week. Yeah, that was so jealous when I fucking heard it. <laughs> it's wild, dude. All right. Here we go. Hey, Austin, this is Doug Stanhope. The Integrity Group sounds like it probably has no integrity whatsoever. (laughs) I think you need to quit what you're doing and follow your dreams. Or as Mitch Hedberg said, I'll just let my dreams catch up with me later on. (laughs) Click. Did Mitch Hedberg say click? No, I said click. <laughs> Beautiful. He's going to... No. He's going to shit his pants tomorrow, right? I love you. I love you, Austin. Talk to you later. I couldn't figure out what she said there for a minute, and then I realized she said he's going to shit his pants tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up, and I was like, holy fuck. Like, as soon as I listened to it, it's like, I don't need any coffee today. I'm fucking up. Bro. I got a call from Doug Stanhope. Oh, that, I, if only you could have talked to him and just been like, bro, I'm the guy from the Shady remember, Dell. Remember I gave that? you my CD. You said it sounded like the black key. You didn't throw it out the window. Yeah. I know. I fucking wanted to tell him that so badly and I missed that phone call by 15 minutes. Oh, that sucks. And when he's talking about the integrity group, for whatever reason, so I have a voicemail that just says I'm a musician, but for whatever reason, it like reverted back to my old 
message that I had before where I said I'm with Remax Equity Group. Yeah. He thought it said integrity. <laughs> and so it took me a second because I was like, integrity, like, what the fuck? And then I listened to my old voicemail. I was like, what the fuck? I had, like, kind of a funny mu- message when it said I'm a musician. And he had to hear this fucking <laughs> official fucking Remax Equity Group. <sighs> God, I wanted to talk to him and just be like, fucking remember? <laughs> remember, remember. You showed us the yacht. Yeah, you gave us a tour of the Shady Dell. We helped unload your luggage. <laughs> yeah. But shout out to Taylor for Taylor Glasheen. Go check out her music. Shout out to her for getting Doug to give me a call. But that show was also awesome. Like, Doug had a fucking killer set. It was classic fucking Stanhope classic comedy. Classic Stanhope. It was fucking great. Weird people in the corner. Oh, yeah. Throwing off un- uncomfortable vibes. Just doing a lot of hand gestures towards the stage and, like, double finger points that and was stuff. super odd. And Doug was like, I... You guys are being distracted. Knock yeah, it off. He's like, knock it off. Yeah. But, oh, man, he's wearing a sweet red suit. Yeah. God, I love Doug Stanhope. And the B-Man. And the B-Man. Brendan Walsh making prank phone calls on stage. Yeah. <laughs> that first guy was funny as fuck, though. That Mexican guy. Oh, yeah. That he Mexican was, dude yeah. was funny. Yeah, no, like, he sort of downplayed it like he was just some fucking cholo. Yeah. And then, but then he was like, he had great written jokes. Like, his jokes were good writing. Yeah. Like, decent perspective. Like, he was solid. <laughs> but, yeah, I would fucking... God, we gotta see Doug Stanhope again. We gotta meet him we again. We gotta meet him again. We gotta... One more time to solidify. Yep. With Chad Shank there. And, and all Jay of a sudden, there. we're on the podcast. We're hanging out all the time. We'd help him find a new dog. <laughs> Somebody's got two. I mean, I guess we're as good as anybody at that. I still have to get my key from Carl. I keep forgetting to text Carl and say, hey, just set your key out on the porch and I will stop by and grab it. I keep having to go through the garage. I don't know what made me think of that, but I need to get a hold of Carl. Be like, so I'm not vaccinated yet, but Carl. I did test negative for COVID yesterday. So Two days ago. Not if I got it today. Oh, that's true. So we said, well, yeah, It's been well, like 24 hours since I got mine now at this point. That's true. I got mine the day before. That's I true. guarantee if you had gotten it less or more than 24 hours, they still wouldn't have noticed. We could have had those from six months ago. And those yeah. kids were like, yep, you're good. You guys are in. They didn't even look at the time. No. I don't even know if they... It was hard for me to even find where it says negative. They literally didn't look at the paper at all. They just took our word for it. That's what I... Yeah. I like, I like guys we who take their just, jobs about that seriously. We could have just got a word document. Type something up up negative, and they would have been like, "Yeah, you could go in." Yeah, there's no barcode to scan that. Like, mine wasn't even signed by anybody. Like, mine was signed with initials, and it was all handwritten. L H. And they gave you your swab back. Like, yeah, you want to see my swab? No, we're negative. Go in there. I know, and, like, when it was handwritten, I was like, that's sketchy. Like, I don't know. I've never had this happen before. I don't know how seriously they're going to take fucking checking people's shit. And luckily, they don't give a fuck. Nope. It's just like, all right. 
It's like if the government wants to require it, then sort of they have to comply. But it's like the boots on the ground don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. They're not some fucking like that's not that's, gonna, that's not, not gonna cut it for the that's Eagles. Not the FBI. That's Eduardo. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't give a shit. So that was a lot easier than I expected, but it was still fucking dumb. Hey, do you remember what? Our prediction was after the USC game in our Beaver podcast. Wasn't it some way to... Was that against Washington? Washington? No, I, well, wasn't it some way... Weren't we going to be 3-1 and one after USC? I think somehow? we guessed we were going to lose to... Yeah, because we were going to go 3-0 and oh and then lose to Leave USC yeah. was our guess. But now, it looks like we decided to front load that L yeah. with Purdue, and we're just going to fucking clean, fucking mop the floor with USC. Yeah, USC's in shambles right now. And we got all the stability in the world. Yeah. We got a team. We got Chance Nolan. Sophomore quarterback. Sophomore. It's about time, if like we can continue to rely on him, that we have a quarterback that can stick around and continue to, to develop for once. B.J. Baylor looks good. Fenwick looks good. Our receivers look good. Our tight ends finally looked good against Idaho. Yeah. I think we're going to just try to have a real ball control kind of game against USC and limit their possessions. B.J. Baylor's like the most underrated running back is what the buzz is right now. And we have like the most yards in the Pac-12. We probably are getting up there in the most points now. Yeah. No shit. After 35 and 42 and 21 against Purdue. Yeah, I mean that's still... Chance Nolan, five touchdown passes, no picks. Yeah. Arizona State, I think, has the current highest, at least in the Pac-12. It's 39 a game. Damn. Yeah. So they're going to be a challenge, but Beavers are going to be ready to rock. And USC's looked bad with Slovis, then they put in a new guy, looked good against Washington State, but he's out with a Darniscus. Yeah, fucking Dart. Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart. So now we're going against Slovis, which is, I think, good. I think good. Of course, we're going to say that, and then he's probably going to tear us up. But I don't think he runs. That's good. Because we... <laughs> that's where a lot of those third... I mean, we gave up some other ones for third downs, but a lot of them come from a quarterback scramble. Isn't that fun? They Scrambling. come up from quarterback scrambles or just a shallow crossing route. Yeah. And then they cut up field and get 13 yards. It's like, yeah. why? Every time. No shit. That's a that's a common one. Yeah. But if if and when, I'm just going to say when we beat USC in the Coliseum today, this would be the first time since 1960 that we won at USC. Now, we beat them when they were number one in the country, but we beat them in Reeser. And that legend of the Giant Killers continues. However, we've never beaten them at the Coliseum in fucking 61 years. We've only ever beaten them there twice, ever. Um, Jonathan Smith. We're on a 24-game losing streak to them at at USC. USC. Jonathan Smith grew up going to USC games. Yeah. And, like, we have some California kids that that wanted to go to USC. It's like they want to, like, go in there and prove something. Yeah. Like, and and we're – we're ready now. Like, we're ready to compete with Pac-12 teams and upset some teams. I'm feeling good about it. I feel good about it, too, and I that makes me nervous. That makes me nervous, too. But it's such a better feeling than when you have no hope. Yeah. 
of anything. I wish I could watch it. I'm going to be paying attention, though. I'm not going to take my eyes off it. Thank you. Harrison over? Probably. US, like, USC, that's a storied program. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, we're playing at, we're at the Rose Bowl. They were ranked number 14 at the beginning of the season. Now, they're obviously not that, but still, they, are they were ranked number are 14. Are they ranked at all now? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think that many Pac-12 teams are ranked, and I don't think they're one of them. No, the Ducks are ranked way too high, and everybody else. I think US, I think UCLA is 24 still. Fresno State's number 22 now. Makes sense. They barely lost to the number four team in the country. Fucking <laughs> dumb. But it's going to be a big game today. This is a this is sort of a team defining. This is a game. this like, is this a will program. Tell us really what we're swinging, looking at. Yeah, this is a real pendulum swinging W if we can get it. If we lose, but it's hard fought, that's still pretty good. But that's but we've but had so many of those. I agree. Like eventually, we need to win. That's a hundred percent true. Yeah, because we, for like two years now, we've had a lot of close games, but we still end up with a terrible record. Yeah. But the record doesn't reflect how close those games were. Yeah. But they're still L's. So that's going to be. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be intense. Yeah. It's on FS1, so everyone can watch it. Think about if we beat the. Think about if we beat USC and USC with all the recruits they have there and everything. Yeah. We're trying to recruit also. And, like, we're about to get a brand new stadium that's about to be dope as fuck. Yup. Beavs are on the up and up. Beavs are on the upswing. Almost every other team is on the downswing, at least in the Pac-12. Like, we're primed for bowl game. We're primed for, like, we're primed for some stuff. If we, yeah, if we win this game, I think a bowl game is ha- de- definite. There's it's three more wins on our schedule. For sure. Definitely. Washington, Washington, Washington State, State. Colorado. Utah. Oregon. Yeah. All these teams that we thought were going to be looking good this year are not looking that good. Yeah. yeah and we're looking great. Yeah, Arizona State doesn't even look that good. And they were supposed to be one of the better teams. Yeah. They're averaging pretty high on their offense, but I don't know how their defense is. So we got, I mean, we gotta, we gotta get this W. Yeah. No, I want to wake up tomorrow morning with a Beaver W. Pretty bad. Yeah. An Eagles concert and a Beaver W. <sighs> That's a weekend. That's a weekend. That's a weekend. You get to go to Pine today. Either go to Pine today or Payson. Payson. Oh. Football tomorrow and then Albuquerque on Monday. <laughs> there you go. Still, though, that's going to be pretty sweet because I get to start a little bit later because my flight doesn't leave till 9.30. And then I land in Albuquerque and then I get in a car, in a, in a van, in a van and drive back here. Like, Why are you driving? Why do you, like, why do you have to get a van? Because uh, I'm getting picking up one of our work vans. Nice. So that's a pretty sweet gig. Get some overtime. That is a sweet gig. Albuquerque. I know what I'm going to be listening to. The whole drive? <laughs> That'd be a lot. That'd be a lot. But I'm definitely listening to it once. You know the band The Elms? 
Ed Helms? No. They've got some great songs, but they have a song called Back to Indiana. And I remember we were in Kentucky. Going back to Indiana? Going back to Indiana for uh, FFA. And I, if I could put it on right as you cross the state line. If you can find good moments of like Albuquerque or that where it lines up, that song's pretty satisfying. Yeah, it was fun. Like that's, yeah, that's fun. So that's what I'm up to. I'm glad the Eagles didn't say standing on a corner in Phoenix, Arizona. Me too. <laughs> but when that line happened, fucking crowd went wild. Yeah, obviously. obviously. It was fun. That was such a fucking badass concert, dude. Yeah. No, like, long pauses. No. Just after every song, they changed guitars and then got right back after it. Yeah. And I mean, they just sounded like the album. Like it, yeah, they're it tight. sounded perfect, they're dude. Tight. <sighs> Hell of a show. They're playing again tonight. Let's go. Be fun. They should close on Desperado, though. Yeah. I know, they really should. They closed on Desperado, and then Don Henley's like, we'll sing another one, here's a sing-along song, and they fucking played Best of My Love, which is not my favorite Eagles song, and not the right song to end the show. Desperado was, it's poignant, it's perfect. It was just strings, piano, and Don Henley in the spotlight. It's like, just close on that. Put up a picture of Glenn Fry on the screen. Did They did at one point, didn't they? Did they? Was that not Glenn Fry? I don't know. I couldn't. Either way, that's how they should have ended it. That's my only critique. Yeah. Outside of that, perfect concert. Yep. <sighs> so there it is. I mean, uh, Beaver. Beaver football today. USC is going to happen. Get that W. Get that W. Turn this program into a championship contender. We're having a good time in Bud coming to town next weekend. Oh, yeah. They'll fluff train. So we'll have to do a podcast, I'm sure. For fucking Harrison's birthday. Harrison always gets everything for his birthday. Yep. Fluff didn't come to town for our birthday. No. At least I am, but hopefully everybody's down to go up to Pine. Although our birthday's in the middle of summer, I wouldn't come here. In the I wouldn't come here in the middle of summer. <laughs> July, early July and early August, <laughs> that's not a good time. Early October, great time. <laughs> yeah. Tony's going to come down for a uh, fucking... Waste management? Waste management. I'm down to go to Pine this weekend. That sounds fun as fuck. This weekend or next weekend? Next weekend when yeah. with Fluff and Harrison. Yeah, tonight's just a one-off. I'm probably sleeping in the little place they got there, but we'll see. Seven to ten. Seven to ten. It's late. Luckily, Beaver kickoff is right at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah, I've got gigs for like the next. 
few Beaver games, but then I'm not booking those. I put in my calendar. Those are Beaver games. And you got a bye week down Country Thunder, which is perfect. Yeah. Don't have to worry about anything. If I if I can find out what time those Beaver games are on those Saturdays, I can book like a gig later or earlier. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah. But I'm done. The Beavers, we barely got to see them play last year. Yeah. Just because of the shortened schedule. It's like I need Beaver football in my life. It's only for a few months. I need to inject it into my veins. Into my veins. It's going down tonight. Big game. It's going down for real. And also, the when USC played Stanford at home, Stanford got out to a big lead, yeah. and like the stadium just emptied out. Yeah. So the bees <clears throat> could get out to a big lead and get that crowd to leave. Then it's over. Just demoralizing to USC, the bees. It just makes it feel better and better. It's like fucking get out of here, people. Yeah. We're gonna get this fucking bread. <clears throat> Our offensive line has been playing great lately. Yeah. Chance can move. Chance can, yeah, pick up some first downs with his legs. Yeah. God, we've needed that for so long. It's just that extra little option just in case. Yeah. Our tight ends can ju- are just good ball catchers. Good ball catchers, move, good blockers. Can move a little bit in, in the open field. Yeah. Musgrave's pretty good. Quatoriano's pretty slow. He's pretty slow, but he's got good hands. Yeah, reliable. Yeah. Red zone threat. Red zone threat. He's like Gronk. Yeah. He's almost the exact same as Gronk. Like big, slow. Bruising. Bruising can catch. It's hard to find good help these days. Well, you got anything else? I think that's it. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to Doug Stanhope. Shout out to Taylor. Shout out to the Beavs. Shout out to the Fluff. Shout out to Fluff. Shout out to Tony. Let's go Beavs. Let's go Beavs. I guess I better get a song fucking ready. Oh, also, Russ, if you listen to this podcast, which you probably won't, before tomorrow, you're going down to fantasy football this week. You tell him. I'm going undefeated this year. Is that right? So far, it's a possibility. Don't forget how your season started last month, last year. Uh, 69 points is how my season started last year. I thought you started 3-0. Or was that the season before? No, I did You had that one where you started 3-0 with huge scores and yeah. then it completely blew up. That was the year I got the sack, though, I think. That's rough. Don't think about that. That's too solid. I'm lucky to be 2-0. I'll put it that way. All right. <laughs>